Hi, I'm Chablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church, carried out in the culture, using a Christian worldview. Greetings, everyone, and welcome again to another installment of our Theology Alive podcast. This is awesome. We are in our new studio. Well, it's not complete, but it's looking good. Look, you can, you can go check out the work that we've been doing in our studio um, on Isaac's uh, Facebook page um, and on his Instagram. Um, and you'll see that we are working on a studio right at the church. I do want to give a shout out to Evan Smith, even mm. though none of the pictures had him on. Yeah. But one of our members, Evan Smith, he in one day put a, a big wooden frame for us yep. to put the green screen on. And he was amazing. He stayed later. Sorry, Auntie Mary, for keeping him <laughs> later. But yeah, big thanks to Evan. Yeah. He's a soldier. He actually said something um, that was really encouraging. Um, as, as he was slaving away, um, he was like, but what wouldn't you do for family? Mm. I was like, yes, that was cool. That was really cool. nice. It's really nice. Yep. Anyway, yep. today we are talking about a potentially controversial subject um but actually the segment is actually called tap on the streets um so every now and again we're going to take this podcast we're going onto the streets we're going to ask different people different questions um concerning their faith uh concerning the topic of the day and find out what what are people actually saying what are people actually feeling um at that current moment so when we were planning for this episode the the big thing at the time was politics Yep. Yeah, I think you know we um, we hear it in news, and also uh, whether we like it or not, we watch what happens in the states. Yep. And so there was a lot of talk around politics. So we decided to go out, ask some questions, and and then see uh, today we what we want to chat about is how how do we as Christians uh, deal with this topic? Yeah. Mm. I think maybe to, to, to start it off, this might be a, a good place to, to play um, our first batch of, of sound clips that we have from our interviews on the streets. Um, and the, the first one is we just went out and asked people, are you a Christian? Um, and and mm. let's find out um, how many people from the few. I mean, uh, we, we could have um, interviewed more people, um, but uh, to be honest, we wanted to do more of the talking on our podcast. Okay? <laughs> um, but but um, we interviewed a few people. Um, and the first question we asked them is, hey, are you a Christian? Um, mm. And let's hear what they responded and said. Yes, I am a Christian. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm Christian. Yes, definitely Christian. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian. Yeah. 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 Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah, I'm a Christian. If someone's been hit by a car and they have 30 seconds left to live, and someone calls you over and says you need to share something that this person might be saved, what would you say? Go. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm gonna help the guy. And then we must pray, mm-hmm. yeah, like pray hard. Yeah. Be safe, of course. You have to pray, you know, and you have to believe that God will heal you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my man, with all your heart, do you believe in Christ? If you do, there is a heaven waiting for you with uh, beautiful girls, beautiful women. <laughs> no more time for this world. No more per- persecution. Yeah. Perfection. I would tell them to repent and turn to God. I would tell them. That was like, I would pray for them. Okay. Like, I would pray for the person. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah. Pray for the Lord to have mercy on their souls. Okay. That's good. <laughs> A text. I grew up with an absent father and experienced a form of abuse early on in my childhood that affected me in a lot of different ways. But one of them was just feeling rejected and unworthy of love. As a result, I thought there was something wrong with me and needed to work in order to earn people's approval and love, especially my father's, which I felt I never could. I'd say I related to God in the same way. From being in Sunday school, I knew fully well that I was a sinner and as a result didn't deserve anything good from God. But it was until someone shared the truth of John 3.16 with me that for the first time in my life at about 10 years old, I felt really loved and loved unconditionally by God. And I could have a personal relationship with Him that I decided to give my life to Christ. 
This has brought to my life a lot of freedom and life to the full, just in knowing that Christ Jesus paid for my sins in full to reconcile me to my Heavenly Father. In the times that I do fail to measure up, I am fully known, loved and accepted because Jesus' perfect sacrifice. Those struggles with rejection, unworthy of love and even control, which I realized I struggled with later on in life, do often resurface and I'm needing to be reminded by others and myself of truth about my identity. This truth is found in the Bible, in passages like Romans 5, 8, Psalm 73, 25 to 6, John 1, 12, and Ephesians 2, just to mention a few. Give your life to God. Yeah, I would say just confess and just, yeah, just confess, yeah, speak, speak out, confess all your sins and give your soul unto God. No, I'll just say, no, God is with you guys, so just be calm and relax and take the God's as with. God has rescued me from being a slave to myself and to sin and showed me that actually being his servant is freeing and life-giving, that I no longer have to take the wrath and the punishment that I deserve because of my sin, but that Jesus took it for me and that now I don't have to try and earn God's love, but I can rest in God's love because of Jesus' finished work on the cross for me. And now I see that actually God's rules and God's ways are life-giving and freeing, not restrictive. Um, so, I, yeah, I've been realizing the joy of obedience instead of the restriction. Awesome. So it's we got really interesting answers there. Yeah, I mean, we, we got a lot of uh, answers regarding yes. Yeah, I think the majority of, of, of answers were yes, I'm a Christian, I'm yeah. a Christian. Um, and and it it is somewhat still maybe not not very accurate in this day and age um uh, especially you know socially speaking mm. a lot of people would say i'm a christian yeah right um but uh when you double click on their life or uh what they understand about the gospel that is actually not the case this is just a uh, a box that you tick in government forms <laughs> yes. and, and things like that. Yes, know. in in fact, um, I just did a, a quick check here. Um, it is said that eighty percent of the South African population adheres to the Christian faith, mm. <laughs> and and we've said this countless times yeah, that yeah. that there's no way yep. that South Africa is eighty percent Christian. Yeah. Um, why would I say that? Just look outside. Yeah. Just read the news. <laughs> I uh, just go on Twitter. Yeah. There's no way that the majority of this mm. country um is is biblically mm. Christian. Um and mm. in fact, it's very interesting. Um a lot of the people we interviewed on the streets, majority said yes. Um but you you find that 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 in their answers yes. uh, <laughs> uh, we 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 left there um just chatting to each other Isaac and I saying mm, um no, that's uh Yes. You know, that is kind of like what is said that in a, in a way um for y to be a Christian is <laughs> sorry we yeah. we have an ancient fan <laughs> that is keeping us cool on this warm summer's day here in the studio <laughs> and it decided right at this moment to start squeaking. Yeah. So thanks Carson for switching it off yep. before our listeners think we have rats <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> so um no, what I, what I was saying is that it is said that um, what is at the core of Christianity mm. in terms of a, 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 the gospel and the understanding of the gospel um, is is no longer the determining factor uh, for pre for people to be called to call themselves Christians, mm. right? In other words, they will call themselves Christians, and yet not be right according to the main thing that makes us a Christian, sure. right? Um, I think what was, what was sad was um, we, we got very few responses that said anything mm. about faith alone, grace mm. alone, Christ alone. Yeah. We, we got a lot of pray, mm. pray, yeah. pray. Um, and I think we probably even got one who grew up in a Christian family 
Um, but but the reason why um, we're bringing this up even in the beginning of our episode is because um, when when we think about the Christian worldview and politics, what what we are asking ourselves is um, how does our framework, how does our glasses um, help us when we go into the voting booth? Mm-hmm. Um, just to give clarity, the, this episode is we we not you're not gonna leave this episode knowing who to vote for. Mm-hmm. That's that's not our intention. Mm-hmm. Our, mm-hmm. our intention is to 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 help clarify the framework yeah. of of what should you look for when you go in into the booth um, yeah. when you're about to vote. What are what are some things that as a Christian you have to be thinking yeah. about? And I think the the one thing right on the outset that we need to establish um, is that every single candidate. Yeah is a sinner. Yeah. And 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 Christians need to understand that when when going to vote because um you cannot have a a hope of a savior sitting oh. <laughs> sitting, you know, um as the as the president because mm. it will always be disappointed. Right. You know, th- um there is uh, every single person is uh, that that goes into the uh, ballots mm-hmm. it's they they sinners and we should not expect uh, them to be perfect um, to be blameless and so what I often see is uh, Christians putting all their eggs into the basket as if this one, flawed human being could really rescue them from the, all of their troubles right. you know and and we have uh, a bigger savior jesus christ our hope our entire hope Preach. is in him and so we we need to understand that yeah listen um this is an an unshameful plug um, if you're listening to this podcast you have to log on to our church website and listen to our series on judges. Mm. Um, we started a series in the evening service. In fact, physically come if you're able. Yeah. Um, and join us for this series, man. Even if you go to the hill, even if you come to Acadia morning service, mm. it'll be good to have you yep. as we unpack the book of Judges. Yes. Um, and what, what we are currently going through and what we are realizing is that the nation Israel sin against God. And as they sin against God, the Lord's hand falls upon the nation as he uh, sends the Canaanites to oppress the nation Israel. Mm. And and whilst the nation is is being oppressed, they cry out to God looking for a deliverer, mm. looking for a savior. And and the savior who would come in would be a judge that God would raise up. Now what's interesting is we'll notice that none of the judges were able to fully save the nation. Sure. Because the yeah. reality is the judges themselves. Mm. We're all sinful beings. In fact, yeah. the, um, the, the, the title of our um, sermon series is um, Unconventional Heroes, Unconventional Carson. heroes. Unconventional that heroes. That word, unconventional, Carson. Carson decided to change the whole series <laughs> last week and gave it its own name. What did you call it? And un, something heroes. I'm just like unlikely heroes. I'm like, are you are you making your own series? Here? <laughs> but but anyway, um, the, the 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 idea that that we pick up there is is there there is a desire from people mm. as as we are living. We, we may not be physically oppressed as the nation was back then, mm. but there's a reality where people are just looking for someone who's gonna come and give them a break, mm. who's who's gonna help satisfy their mm. they they all their earthly. Bless you. Excuse me. Hey. <laughs> Has God satisfy all the earthly needs? Um, a king that's gonna come and 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 provide for 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 where they where they are lacking. Yeah. Um, and I think the reality is there will not be a king on this side of the earth who's gonna be able mm-hmm. to completely save any nation yes. um, from the moral evils that we see today, mm-hmm. uh, because. The problem, which we'll, we'll see later today, that the problem that the world is experiencing is not a political one. Mm-mm. It is a spiritual one. Yep. Um, but just to jump on what you said, just um, as an encouragement, even in the beginning, 
um, we read these words, He who sits in the heavens laughs. Mm. The Lord holds them in derision. Uh, then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my only hill, my holy hill. <laughs> I will tell of the decree the Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. And sorry, ask of me and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like potters, like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, kings, be, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Amen. There's a king Amen. that is coming. Amen. He is the greater king. He is the king of kings. He is the mm. Lord of lords. He is the king whom God has placed all things mm. under his feet. Amen. And and I think that um, uh, just moving on from, from there, uh, Jabu, that he is the king. Mm -hmm. He is the ruler over everything. Yep. The Bible establishes that be, from him yep. comes all all authority right right all all governing authorities are 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 from god so romans 13 let every person be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from god yep. and those that exist have been instituted by god so we see something similar in Daniel chapter 2, uh, verse 20 to 22. It says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells in him. So authority is derived from the character of God Himself, mm -hmm. not from the will of man. Um, I, I have I have a, a statement here from the great theologian Augustine, mm. um, who said that government is a necessary evil, that it is necessary because of evil. Um, and most theologians in the history of the church have said that the human evil is the reason even corrupt government is better than no government at all. The function of government is to restrain evil and to maintain, uphold, and protect sanctity of life and of property. Given this function, the Christian understands that government is ordained by God. And so Christians, first of all, are called to respect whatever it is that God institutes and ordains. Yeah, just, just on that, I'm reading um, along those lines. Um, from Romans 13 still, mm -hmm. uh, um, in, in verse 3, For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, mm -hmm. but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he, listen to this, For he is God's servant for your good, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. Yep. For he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Yep. And, and so God has, um, uh, government is a, a tool in God's hand for for judgment in a sense, right? So God has um, placed people in authority and so that the wrongdoing will be punished and the government has the right to uh, bear the sword uh, as, as it were. Sure, and I mean, because God has established um, authority and as you so rightly read um, in... Oh man, this is going to be a long episode, bro. Um, I feel yeah. like I'm just burping, <laughs> I'm sneezing, I'm just coughing. Oh man, I promise mm. I don't have the own. I promise. Mm. Um, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but we see here that because authority is established by God, he who, as you, as you've read in Romans 13, he who resists authority mm. opposes the ordinances of God sure. or the ordinance of God mm. and therefore brings condemnation upon himself. Mm. 
um, for all human authority comes yeah. under God's authority. Mm-hmm. So as Christians, we yeah. are to submit to the civil uh, government to for the sake of honoring Christ. Yes who is the supreme authority over all. Yes. So, uh, as Christians, we should be great, um, law-abiding citizens right. who who, yep. who obey the government and all that. Yep. Now, Jabu, is that always the case? Should Christians always listen to government and obey whatever laws uh, government puts out? Yes. I'm kidding, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. Um, we, in, 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 fact, in fact, we can't. Um, because we, as we've already said, that we, we, live, we live in a world that is filled with sin. So we will have government that is sinful. Mm-hmm. Evil men will rise up and rule over the godly. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they, they, not, not all political parties will uphold to the same moral standards as we hold as found in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, we, we, we have examples from a history of men who ruled the world with blatant evil. Mm-hmm. Um, we have exa- um, easy examples like Adolf Hitler, we have Nero, we have Saddam Hussein, we have Idi Amin mm-hmm. and, and, and others even in Africa. Some could say um, uh, Gaddafi or mm-hmm. some could even say Robert Mugabe. But there's the reality that, that these were governments that were set up um, over to rule over the people of the land. And many of the things that they set to pass went mm-hmm. completely contrary to yeah. biblical principles. Yeah. So I think for, for us as Christians, we need to understand that the scriptures give us three realms of authority, as it were. Right. So um, we uh, have the family, the family realm. We have the church realm, and we have the civil realm, right? And and so, but our um, as as Christians, you know, our ador- um, our identity, you know, it's primarily primarily seen in the context of family and then context of the church sure. and then in the in the context of um uh, this, the the law mm-hmm. and, and so to to give an example um uh, is that south african rule that parents cannot give their children a hiding mm-hmm. and because as a christian I, my identity comes first from Christ mm-hmm. and what God has said. I will say what Peter said in Acts um, 5.29, we must obey God rather than men. That's and because right. I love Levi, I'm going to give him a hiding sometimes in disobedience to the civil law right. because it it is going contrary to what the scriptures are telling me to do. So, um, for Christians, it is very important. Yes, we are not called to be rebellious citizens. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to a clear um, conflict mm-hmm. between what God has said and what and what the law has said, mm-hmm. we must obey God rather than men. And I would I'll go as far as to say we must be willing to stand for that belief sure even regarding the consequences that we may suffer sure there's there's there is the reality that um we are living in a world where the the christian is going to be persecuted persecuted more and more for standing on truth yep um and i mean there's there's a clear example that i think we mentioned in our last episode Mm. that pastors now Mm. um are obligated to in south africa to, to marry same-sex couples. Mm, mm. And, and that directly contradicts scripture. Yeah. Um, and, and we have to boldly stand and yeah. say, this is it's not a marriage. This is not mm. what God instituted. This, yeah. is, this is not um, that first human institution that God created in, in Genesis 2. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so therefore, I will not yeah. partake in this. Yeah. Um, and, and the result of that might be you get slapped with a heavy fine or you might yeah. be threatened with prison. Mm-hmm. But even in those cases, we, 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 we must be able to take the stance that Paul took. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was, I was listening to, now that I'm thinking now, I was listening to a brilliant um, sermon. Um, just as I'm thinking about the, and preparing um, a sermon about the unconventional heroes, and this mm. Sunday we're talking about Deborah and, 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 and Barak. Mm. Um, and and I, I was reading about Paul, how, how Paul had this desire to get to Spain, to, to go there and share the gospel, mm. uh, but he, he, he didn't get there. In mm. fact, on his way there, he was imprisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I was listening to the sermon, and they were saying that God in his providence um, saw that, that he, he hindered Paul's plans, but didn't hinder his own plan. Sure. What was God's plan? The whole imperial guard mm. came to trust in Christ because mm. of Paul going through prison yeah, yeah. and not making it to Spain. Mm. So, 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 if 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 God so wills that mm. we go against the the, the civil government mm. and we do go to jail, we mm. must be willing to say, like even what yeah. uh, Johnny Mac Johnny said, Mac. <laughs> I've, I've I've participated in, in many, many different many. <laughs> ministries. But I've yet to do prison uh, ministry, and that's going to uh, be a window for many of us Christians very yeah, soon. Yeah, no, and and I think that and um, Christians must not be naive mm. um, in in, and we must be alert of what is happening, what is the government doing, what laws are they the passing, which direction this is is going. You know, I I think often we as Christians are taken by surprise and then the damage is already done and you even haven't even had a chance Mm. to stand uh, against it. You know, with this, for example, um, with the lockdown, right? Um, and, and And it was far and wide. Everyone was okay. All, all businesses and, and all of this mm-hmm. was um, uh, we were ordered to, to lock down and, and we understand the nature of, of, of the circumstances mm-hmm. so we, we abide in it. Now there's a real danger Jabu that for example in, in future for example then the government wants to shut down churches for other reasons. Um, and so Christians must be alert where yep. is who who controls and who dictates what happens in the church. We mm-hmm. believe from the scriptures that Christ is the head of the church. Yep. He has ordained the assembly uh, uh, together. And, and so we must, uh, what happens in the church is not the governor, government's business. Yes. What Communion, baptism, and all that government has no say. Right. We we derive our mandate from the scriptures, mm-hmm. and we must be able to to stand uh, firm in saying, "Yeah, Christ is the head. Mm-hmm. He he really is the head. Yes. He we are going to obey him." And so, um, you know, we we must just be be careful, even as as time goes on and. Um, that that we are watching what what direction is 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 this going mm. let us keep um uh, again not as as rebellious people but as, as faithful uh servants of Christ who obey him in all that he says even when it is um against what uh, the law of the land says well, and 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 there there is that danger of many evangelicals just calling for unity you know Let's let's just all come together and be united. Um, everyone is compromising somewhere. Mm, let's mm. let's also <laughs> compromise and 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 just do what what the world yeah. is doing. But but man, we've been called to a greater cause. Absolutely, we, we 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 need to understand that 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 unity should never come at the expense of truth. Oh, um, preach it, it, brother! It should always be, <laughs> be mm. the truth of God first. Yep. Um, which which should lead us to unity and 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 where the truth does not lead to unity yeah. it means that there must be gospel sharing mm. because the problem there yeah. is an antagonism between uh, the truth which is a stench of death mm. to those who have rejected God and those yeah. who, are, who are perishing so yeah. um, they, I think even as, as we think about even what happened in the lockdown where um, we, we had 
casinos opening first. We had restaurants opening first, and it's almost like nah, the church churches can wait. Um, mm. It's just just random strangers <laughs> gathering together to sing four songs and listen to one guy uh, just just yap for an hour and then go home. There's uh, those guys can wait. Mm. We'll put those guys in the same category with 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 artists. Mm. And obviously, the the world will not respect the church mm. the same way we understand what the church is. Yeah. Therefore, we have to stand. So to 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 wrap this up, anytime a civil government requires a Christian to do what God forbids, mm. or forbids them to do what God commands, then the person must disobey. Amen. Yeah. Now we'll move on to 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 going more practical. So so what should the Christian be thinking mm. about? when choosing a political party so it is interesting some of the uh responses that we we had uh when um we went to interview let's listen to some of these responses no no yeah uh i don't vote man okay. i don't yeah yes Yes, truly. In terms uh, of uh, principality, uh, principles, morals, uh, the, the the entire belief system. Uh, what's the best benefit for the country? Sure. Yeah. Actually, that's uh, our politics. Sure. They are not into churches, you know, or our beliefs, sure. because we have a different politi- political party, okay. you know. Sure. So if your church or your uh, religion mm-hmm. can match like, yes. match, like, like, match like they, they can't tell you who to vote yeah somehow they do somehow they do yes well i i wouldn't vote any either way because that's right <laughs> yeah. okay um yeah it, yeah like the way in my church the way like they teach us on like making decisions and stuff i i it does influence the way i would vote okay Yeah. Not quite. Mm, no. Really, no. So for for me, I would say politics and and Christianity don't mix. So it's more of what you focusing on now. Like if we we doing politics is politics. If I'm doing Christianity is Christianity. Yeah. So I don't try to mix the two because they don't go hand in hand for me. No, it doesn't influence anything. Okay. It doesn't influence anything. The thing. Politics, I don't like it. Okay. Yeah, no, I rather follow Jesus than to follow somebody who doesn't even help. Just talking, but there's nothing that you'll benefit at the end. But through God, you benefit everything. I don't think that I have really wrestled with this as much. I think my faith should affect the way that I vote more. And I do want to wrestle with it more. But up until now, I haven't really been able to think about it in depth because... Yeah, I realize that smaller parties are difficult to vote for because it feels like those votes just get wasted. So it feels difficult to now consider, do I vote for a bigger party that actually has a chance of winning or a smaller party that I agree with their policies more? But yes, I do think that Christianity should have a relationship with politics. I do think as Christians we should be letting the gospel transform the way we view politics. A text. Disclaimer, this is an area that I'm still growing in. I think for me there's been two ways. First, there's full assurance that God is sovereign over which leader is put in authority and he ultimately rules over the world. And hence learn not to put my trust in the political party or specific leader, but in God himself to provide for our needs, whether it be service delivery or making policies that protect citizens or maintain order. And secondly, I'd pray and ask God to lead me on who to vote for. Besides that, I would be to vote for a leader or a party that aligns more with Christian values or the lesser evil. I used to think that they do not mix and I didn't want to be involved in them in the past, but recently I'm learning just how there is room for Christians to be involved in politics in order to influence them in a biblical direction and we have such examples from the Bible like Daniel and his friends, Nehemiah and Esther. Sure. <laughs> so so if, if you didn't know what the question was, the question was, um, when you go into the booth, do you think about your Christian, do your Christian values and standards and core beliefs affect the way you vote? Mm. Um, and, and these were the, the different responses that we got. And I think we can say that there's a, there's a consensus where a lot of people are saying that, that 
this is my Christianity yes. one side, yes. and then on the yeah. other side is my is my political views yes. and mm. and and uh, who I vote for. This yes. the two are distinctly different. Yes, they don't have to overlap. Two clearly separate yeah, yeah. entities. Yeah, we. I mean, we heard one of them just no. Christianity and politics—they shouldn't mix. No, you know? no, <laughs> they, no. They just keep them completely yes. separate and 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 apart. Um, and you know, Joe, maybe just for the sake of nuance, it's it is in a sense partly true. In 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 that of the role of the church is not to be right. involved in. In politics, church shouldn't be political activists. Yes, we we have a mandate about making disciples, preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. um, and so the moment the church becomes political activist, political movement, yes, nah, then then um, and that's not the the role of the church. So in in that sense, but um, regarding uh, as Christians, your uh, life. Because your Christian life, your your life as a whole, is influenced by the scriptures, and that includes the way you vote, yes. the way you think about politics, yep. the way um, that you assess the issues, mm-hmm. and and the way that um, uh, which policies are in contrast or in agreement with our Christian worldview, uh, and so you don't put your your Christianity in a box when it comes to politics. Yes. Uh, Christ, uh, our Christian worldview uh, helps us in uh, to discern in every way. There should always be fixed on your eyes the lenses of a Christian worldview yep. when you go into the booth. Mm-hmm. And to help us think about this practically, I have two questions for us to to examine mm-hmm. um, as as we think about going to vote. Yes, examine. Okay, fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk about politics. I need to speak politically. Examine. Yeah. Examine. <laughs> Now, people might have noticed we're not politically correct. Eh? We are absolutely not. <laughs> we are trying our best to be biblically correct. Yes, there we go. That's the, that's the like ground that. where like, we stand. We should use that term. We're, yes. We're not politically correct. We're, we're biblically, biblically correct. correct. Yes, there we go. <laughs> so, so the two questions to reflect here is, is, do we think when you go into the booth, Which political party will best serve in fulfilling your kingdom tasks mm. or which political party will best help you reach your earthly goals? Sure. I think that's so brilliantly put, Jabu. Yeah, maybe you should repeat that. People uh, should write this down. Tweet this. <laughs> Tag Jabu. So when you go into the booth, do you ask yourself this question? Or do you think which political party will best serve me in fulfilling my kingdom tasks or which political party will best help me in reaching my earthly goals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is that is brilliant. we we often don't um we only think on the temporal right we we're just thinking about yeah. the here and now and and which which way am i going to get richer or sure. you know um and and we have as you say earlier a higher calling mm. you know um right. and, and so christians ought to be looking at the different um parties and policies that would uh, more more closely align mm. with the scriptures and now here's here's the other thing Jabu, that i, I I think we often fall into the trap. We often look more at the person, Ooh, yeah. at the person who has been elected, than about what policies and yeah. and and things are going to be instituted, sure. right? And so, I'm not saying that the person and the character of the person are. Unimportant, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is that that's not all of it. Yes, that the the policies th- that are to be implemented, uh, and and what the uh, yeah the 
what they are communicating and writing and saying, this is what we're going to do. This is, Policies are important. And Christians shouldn't be just like, oh no, the person That's is a nice guy. It's nice guy. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's just uh, about the the person's character. I, I I believe that we we should be wiser than that. And we're not looking just at the character of the person, but what um, what the party wants to implement. Yes. What is the party's policies? And we actually want to. Um, help you out in, um, in a moment to just some of the things that the parties have yes. have kind of uh, made their let's say their stand on certain things because in in in, in reality political leaders um, so for example who do we have now we have um, Cyril Ramaphosa we have uh, Malema we have Stain Stainhazen um, Mangosuthu Butelezi just stepped down we have we have we have all these different guys yeah. who in reality are salesmen sure <laughs> <laughs> they they are trying to sell you the best of who they are mm-hmm. but as christians we should realize that all of them are, are evil if if we are to rate them on on um on 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 the basis of of who's a bad man they're all bad they're mm. all bad men that's that's the truth. All uh, sinners, yeah. They, they all are sinners. In fact, to go to the states, none of the candidates <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should be worthy of a vote. If we're just voting for the person, none of them should be worthy yeah. of a vote. Yeah. But the reality is, you could find the most polite, loving, caring mm. old man <laughs> who goes up there and promises us lilies and donuts. <laughs> but the reality is, he could give you this best sales pitch but when you look at the the policies that come with him Mm. you realize that this he's just a front for an immoral um political party and and again we i think we mentioned this there's no neutral ground every idea every policy comes from from somewhere Right, and there is uh, different ideologies. There are different um, worldviews in play, and so um, you know it. It is so important that uh, that Christians have a, a a good understanding of of what those are. Let me just read a, a quote from Wayne Grudem that says, "I believe that every Christian citizen that lives in a democracy has." at the very least, a minimal obligation to be well-informed and to vote for candidates and policies that are most consistent with biblical principles. The opportunity to help select the the kind of government we would have is a stewardship that God entrusts to citizens in a democracy, a stewardship that we should not neglect or fail to appreciate. That at least means that Christians are responsible to learn enough about the important issues to be able to vote intelligently. And so uh, here, Grimm is in in a sense also saying Christians should vote. You know, this this is a a way of stewardship that God is putting into our hands and we should be responsible in in voting. um, But also... We should be well informed so that we can vote intelligently, uh, according to the as as you put it, just kingdom mindedness. Yeah. So, so before you read us um, what the political parties in South Africa um, stand for, we do have the reality that um, that none. So that let's try that again <laughs> uh, we, we have the res- we have the reality that not all political candidates and parties stand on equal moral footing Inev- sure. inevitably uh, different candidates or parties will align more or less with the biblical foundation in ways that will and should affect a Christian's vote sure. so what are some of these things that we see in like, these parties okay so we're going to um, read just on a couple of issues, and I'm not. There are many parties, so I'm not gonna do all of them. Um, I want to maybe highlight maybe the the more 
uh, how can I say the more popular ones? Uh, I'll read the uh, ACDP, ANC, DA, EFF, um, IFP, and FF plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's actually been an interesting, um, what do you call it? Exercise in, in just learning a little bit more about where this, where this, this part is, uh, uh, stand. Sure. And, um, by the way, uh, I'm going to just mention the website that we're getting this information for. This is updated from until last year, 2019. So, um, I'm not sure if anything has changed. I mean, 2020 has kind of been a reset. <laughs> Uh, just reset button there, uh, 2020. Um, but anyone that would like to see this information that we are reading, you're welcome to go and read at savotersguide.org uh, and just uh, read. Uh, there is where we are getting our information from. So... Um, let me read uh, on some of these issues, uh, against abortion. So the ACDP, yes, is against abortion. Um, the ANC is, is not, um, the Freedom Front Plus is, the IFP is not, the EFF is not. And the DA is not. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's against abortion. Um, so, so when you said not, yeah. you're saying not against abortion. And when you say is, is against abortion. Just to clarify. Exactly, exactly. So, so basically the ACDP um out of or out of the ones that i that I, that i read acdp and ff plus are against abortion and anc da eff ifp are sure. for abortion i well, that's they their wording wouldn't say that they are for abortion sure. but um what is interesting in today's day and age they they they're able to change words in a way that will make it sound less bad. So they for pro choice, pro choice or reproductive woman rights. Come and, on, and that's the way <laughs> they put it. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so on <clears throat> on education, parent controlled, and for religious freedom. So. Uh, between parent and state, we, we see that, um, A ACDP is for parent, ANC for, uh, state, um, Freedom Front Plus for parent, IFP, parent and state, EFF, state, DA, state. Um, for, um, Capital punishment against murderers. Um, ACDP is for it. Uh, ANC is against it. The DA, uh, the Freedom Front Plus is for it. The IFP is ag against it. The EFF is against it. And the DA is against it. All right. Um, Pro self-defense, firearm ownership, um, ACDP, yes. Uh, freedom from plus, yes. IFP, no. EFF, no. Um, and DA is yes and no. Uh, I'll have to go <laughs> double check on, on, on exactly what that means. All right. So, uh, homosexual marriage or civil unions or uh, uh, opposing homosexual marriage and civil unions so acdp op opposes freedom front ff plus i i, I keep <laughs> messing it up ff 
plus uh, also opposes it and then I IFP does not EFF does not DA does not and the ANC does not hmm. all right um, oppose uh, and then for the eradication of the uh, of the porn pornography industry so um, the ACDP says yes uh, NC says no FF plus says yes IFP says no EFF says no DA says no um, and there are other issues here but I'm not gonna read all of them but this is is available um, and and it will just help Christians to think carefully, you know, um, how how to vote, and sure. and having um, there are also some scriptures here which which um, also help. But our intention here is not to say, well, this is who you should vote for. Um, we as Baptists believe of freedom of conscience and a religious liberty, and so no one is forcing you to do <laughs> anything. But we do want to raise the standard, right, Jabu, in terms of yeah. how Christians vote and think about politics and, yeah. and think about policies and yes. think from a Christian worldview on, on these issues. The, the whole point of the podcast is to get us as Christians to really drain every aspect of our lives in the waters of a biblical worldview. Um, we, it, the Bible, in fact, must interpret everything that we do. Um, so, in fact, even with politics. Now, even with what um, Isaac just read, I think what we are trying to say as Christians, we need to be alert um, mm. because our nation's political leaders... Even legislative bodies and courts are adopting a distinctly anti-Christian attitude and agenda. Sure. Yep. If if we are not careful, a lot of our liberties will be stripped. Um, I've heard probably um, with COVID, you can listen to many different church services, and, and a lot of these services you hear uh, pastors or the worship leaders start the service by praying and thanking mm. God for the liberty we have in South Africa to mm. freely worship God, to mm. freely open the Bible, to freely gather like we are. Mm. But if we're not careful as a country, we will find out that that liberty will be stripped from mm. us. Mm. Um, and that's because gross immorality, including homosexuality, abortion, pornography, and other evils, mm. have been sanctioned not only by society sure. in general, but in say, but in fact, by the government as yeah. well. Yeah. So, so we are living in a world where, in the past, it was just no. Your community is adopting this mm. circular worldview. The community mm. is is becoming grossly moral. But now, the world and nations as a whole are becoming grossly moral mm. because governments are allowing for all these things to be passed into law. And 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 this reveals that laws are important yes. right the what what is written um the the laws that are passed these are are important and have effects on society as a whole right. so um is it's, it's foolish to think well yeah the the voting regarding um you know homosexual marriage and mm -hmm. and you have to do that but that doesn't affect me i'm i'm yes. just I, i'm just a christian i'm i'm faithful to the scriptures yes. and all of that until mm -hmm. you're 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 maybe make cakes or take photography yes and then you say no i i i'm gonna refuse to because that doesn't align with my with my Christian beliefs, and then you get sued yes. because of the law that you didn't pay attention to. Right. Um, and so, yes, there there are consequences to 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 the laws and and um, and the different worldviews that are played. There are laws that are coming from um, uh, uh, Marxist ideologies mm. or secularists. Um, and, and so, and and the and the Christian 
worldview and, and that which a lot of people take for granted in that of um, um, God-given, um, let's say, rights or God-given um, uh, assumptions in terms of the value of life or mm-hmm. uh, the sanctity of life. Some of these things are being erased yeah. because, well, in the atheistic worldview, there is no, there is no intrinsic value in the life and so um uh you know euthanasia or abortion are okay because you have fundamentally taken out that pillar um that comes from a christian worldview right and 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 because because mankind has no value mankind has no purpose so therefore uh we can live live now and what does paul say uh, let us eat and drink and be merry mm, mm, for tomorrow mm. we die yeah um and and the the danger is is it's so easy for us as christians to fall into that as well yeah, yeah. so what we're saying is be warned yeah. but on the other side we we are we are not calling for <laughs> we see when when many evangelicals hear of all the stuff they're mentioning now mm. uh, they then start to pour all their energy and resources to start a a Christian political movement that will fight back against a prevailing anti-Christian culture. So people hearing all of this and and, and maybe you listen to this and you're just like, maybe the answer is that we need to start a, 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 um, let me see, BPP, Baptist Political Party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that that's not what we're saying. We, <laughs> no. we we what we are actually yeah. exposing mm. our listeners to is that yeah. the world's moral decline is a spiritual problem, yeah. not necessarily a political yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and its solution yeah. is the gospel. I mean, because the means of of restoration is not is not political, is not social, um, and so. And I heard it this this uh, this past week when we're doing some homework on on doing this episode. Um, I forgot the name of the theologian. Anyways, God, Jesus didn't come to restore society, but sure. to save sinners. Yep. And 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 so our our mandate as the bride of Christ is preaching the gospel yeah. to sinners and and it is sinners living their God um, um, ordained life obediently that mm-hmm. change and transform society. So it's nice. the change in society comes not from top down mm-hmm. but from transformation of hearts that influence and change their context um uh, and and so are evangelizing and and living a christian Mm -hmm. life and so our our the means and the strategy Mm -hmm. is not if, if we if we change the the laws then everything will be fine. No. All, all of a sudden, the people are Everything crazy. will be fine. <laughs> but once we get all the laws right, then everything will be fine. No. it Hearts need to change. People are still sinful. People are still sinful. Yeah. Um, and so, um, our ultimate hope is in Christ, and we yeah. put our, our trust in, in the gospel of Jesus Christ, transforming hearts to make a difference. And And, and yet, we must be obedient and we must be wise in electing and voting uh, for the the people that are going to be ruling over us so so there will be moments and i have a few biblical examples even as we we wrap this up of um of of how god still does has have a hold governments and rulers accountable mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All governments and all rulers will have to give an account to God. Um, in fact, the same psalm that I read in Psalm chapter 2, verse 10 and 11 go on to say, 
Now therefore, kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. So as, as, as citizens of South Africa, we need to, to seek a political leader who will be wise and warned in their offices. But also there are those moments when we will have rulers who are going against clear biblical uh, command and clear biblical instructions. And we will have a responsibility as Christians to, to, to make our voice known. For example, with, with, with abortion, as Christians, we need to be unapologetic about mm. it, that it is mm-hmm. sinful, mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, that the human life um, does not begin when the, the, the baby leaves the womb. Um, the sanctity of life is, 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 is even in conception when, when God knits together the being inside the womb of the mother. Um, that is life ordained yeah. by God. Yeah. Um, so I have a few examples. For example, John the Baptist, he rightly confronted mm. King Harold for all the evil things that Harold had done. Mm-hmm. And the evil things we are referring to is the evil is evil as defined by God, not as defined by society. Um, Paul as well uh, wisely instructed the Roman governor Felix about uh, righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment. Uh, You can read that for yourselves in Acts 24 verse 25. As well, we read in Romans 14, 13 verse 4, that the government is a servant of God, Mm. an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer, whereas the evildoer is identified by Mm. God's own social commands as Isaac has read for us. Mm. Um, and, and his commands are, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, mm. you shall not steal, you shall not covet, um, and any other commandment. Again, you see it in Romans 13 verse 9. In 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 13, it says that the government is sent by him, God, to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. Again, where social evil and social good are defined by God mm. himself, mm in his word so i think even to wrap this up you know christians have the responsibility as we see in colossians to set their minds on things above and not on things on the earth the earth and all its contents are fading away Hmm. but the inheritance of god is undefiled unperishing and waiting for us in heaven Hmm. for it is secured in the man christ jesus and we have the seal which is the Holy Spirit, the guarantor mm. of our salvation. Yeah. So, so yes, no. Christians, we need to be praying for our government. Um, we, we, we need to be voting. We, we need to be thinking wisely when we vote. We need to be mm. applying biblical principles. But also understand that this world is not going to get any better because mm. sin still prevails. Yeah. But there's coming that day Amen. when the real king... Maranatha. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I think Jabba would like to maybe just close with, with a prayer and, and pray for our government, pray for our, our president, um, God in his sovereign will and wisdom has appointed Cyril Ramaphosa for, yeah. to be yeah. president at this, at this time. And so we need to pray for our authorities. The, the Bible um, commands us to, to do that. And yeah, I think just a quick one um, as well. You were talking about um, change is not necessarily top down, it's from the inside going out. And I think something else we need to be praying for is a spiritual awakening, it's Mm. it's a revival. Um, If if, if you really want to see your community change Mm. uh, for the good uh, that, that is defined by God, then we need a work of the Holy Spirit to to bring to life souls that are dead. Amen. So we need to be praying for a spiritual awakening, mm. for a revival in our land, mm. um, where many saints will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ mm. um, and walk in newness of life. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Oh dear Lord, we we can get uh, frustrated, and um, when when our eyes are you know on the government and policies and things going wrong. Um, and yet, uh, as we redirect our eyes to you, uh, we are filled with hope. Uh, we are um, told and reminded that you are still on the throne, that you are Lord over all. And Lord, we, we do want to, in this time, in obedience to your word, pray for 
President Cyril Ramaphosa. Lord, we pray for uh, for his life. We pray for uh, you to to guide and and help him in in the leadership of of this country. We pray for his administration, uh, for for the people around him, and Lord, we ask you that uh, they will ju- they will rule righteously um, in this land that. They will shun evil. They that they um, would um, act righteously in a righteous manner. We do uh, pray. Uh, I'm not too sure about his spiritual uh, state, Lord, but you know him, and I I pray that you will uh, draw him uh, to yourself, Lord. That um, you are the King of Kings and, and Lord of Lords, and so. Uh, I do pray that you you will um, help President Cyril Ramaphosa to rule um, uh, according to uh, a righteous um, in in a righteous manner coming from you, Lord. Uh, I do also pray, Lord, as as Jabba reminded us, that you will help us as believers um, to uh, to trust in you, to pray earnestly, and that. You will bring revival, Lord. Do revive our hearts um, and and bring revival, uh, starting from for the three of us here in this room. Lord, work in our hearts. Help us to uh, overflow with Christ's likeness in all that we do. Lord, oh Holy Spirit, come and and revive your people. That we will make a massive difference around us because of what you are doing lord not by uh, human efforts but by true spiritual uh, work of the holy spirit lord and so we ask that you'll listen to our prayer uh, in the precious name of jesus amen amen well, thanks for joining us and we hope that you continue to have a blessed rest of the day or rest of the night you know, listen to this Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. Later.